Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. Rookies and Rockstars on cliffcentral.com. Good morning and welcome to Rookies and Rockstars. It is Wednesday, our favorite day of the week. You are live with us doing life, doing everything possible to make you guys as ecstatic about your life as you possibly could be. We know that there's a lot going down in the country around the world that's really not great, but Miss Prue and I are determined to encourage you in your career, in your life, wherever you are at, speaking to other awesome South Africans about what's going on in our country. So welcome to doing Rookies and Rockstars with us this Wednesday, Miss Prue. Hello, darling. Hello, Jade. How are you? Fine and you? I'm great. I woke up very fresh today. Did you? Yes, I took a jog. Nice. Jog, which Even I, after your two glasses of white wine last night. I had to. That's why I had to jog. <laughs> if, if I didn't jog, it was going to sit somewhere where I don't like. <laughs> it's okay. How are you, you doing? Um, it's uh, it's hot in here. I think the the natural little oven baked situation oven is getting really on. hot. The, yeah, the bun is the bun is growing. <laughs> so we're we're just over thirty six weeks. So we're almost there, mm-hmm. which is which is interesting. And what's even more interesting is I'll be next week, which is my last show. Uh-huh. It's also Gareth's birthday. So we're going to have to plan a little shindig here. We're going to have to do like a combo vibe. Gareth no, Cliff meets to. baby Bjorn. No, we have to. Why no defos. We're going to get him now. I'm going to find him and tell him. It's not an option. <laughs> we're having a party. Definitely. So what is, is exciting, and I, I'm sure that you felt the same way after last night, Ms. Prue and I were invited to the Gender Mainstreaming Awards at Vodaworld um, via Business Engage. And Colleen Larson, who founded it, PwC are the title sponsor. But wow, we very similar to what we're going to chat mm. to about today. About today but yes. still, to see all those uh, the categories and the winners last night, and how corporates are backing mm. women now becoming part of an exco board, mm. which is interesting because very. a lot of like if you look at a lot of the FMCGs, if you look at a lot of the companies, a lot of the boards still don't have women on them, and it's not exactly. about. Gender equality, if that's not what it's about, it's really around just the corporates taking a look at how they can start to incorporate and balance out diversity and gender mainstreaming. Exactly. And it was so interesting that the biggest companies have a 50% plus leadership role of women in their companies, which is actually very exciting. Absolutely. And I don't know, do you remember the Shell CEO's name? The? The shell, the, the guy who did Balang the... Mohali. Oh, I don't know if any of you have heard him <laughs> speak. That man, okay, I didn't understand the suit to pot at the end and oh. everyone was ha-la-la-li-li-li-ling and I was like, what? <laughs> but I mean, he is a fundamental person for this country. What he is. A, what a human being, how he, he, is. How he spoke, his presentation, how he... It's just, he, and it, his it, adoration it, for his wife. Exactly, I was oh. just about to say the way he, he, he incorporated how he looks at his wife and how he looks at his work was so fascinating the way it came together was so amazing he's one of the guys that we we actually would love to talk to here on rookies i don't know we've totes got to get him we have to i've got to stop saying totes i never used to say it i blame danny (laughs) she works in my jawbone (laughs) team with me and she says totes says all these i'm angry actually i'm never saying it again (laughs) but we do need to get him on here i think that's it's (laughs) i think it's men like that um who are just such an inspiration to South Africans. His mm. his demeanor, what he's achieved beyond shell, and his mm. honesty. He's not, you know, he's and not you know at what all. I love, you know what I loved most uh-huh. out of everything. He stood and he said, 
I don't go out ever and say Cecil's bad, Total's bad. He just says how excellent how Shell, Shell is. Shell is exactly. And if everyone adopted the same mind frame, we wouldn't be pointing fingers, would we? No. Exactly. Anyway, so welcome to Rookies and Rockstars. We've we've got a similar group of people here today that we feel are part of what's, you know, part of the growth and the formation of keeping you inspired with whatever industry you're in. And what's exciting is that it's not always, I think when you... When you're in the working world, you kind of always expect recognition to come in the in the most common places and common categories and common industries and sectors. Mm. And yet, Standard Bank formed this initiative and concept called Rising Stars, mm. and they are recognizing 12 categories. And we're going to chat to four today, which is logistics and supply chain, ICT, chemicals and energy and professional services. So it does sound quite intense, but what is exciting is that Standard Bank is not just recognizing music and all the fun yeah. stuff, you know. These are the things that are driving our economy. Exactly. Now we can see that no work goes unnoticed. Exactly. Mm. So we, we're we very excited. We're going to kind of break it up into chatting to um, – I'm going to let them – you say the black names – I always get them wrong and then I offend. So we're going to chat. We're going to, we're going to kind of break it down into two categories. We're going to chat around the two winners, one in logistics and supply chain and the other in chemicals and energy. I can say the first names pretty well. I mean, they're pretty mm. straightforward, but just the surnames. Cause they, when they said them to me, they said them with either the or the or the. Uh, <laughs> and so, it's not so easy. So we've got, um, we've got two ladies with us today. So the first one is. Connie, oh, your, your handwriting, that's a doctor's handwriting. <laughs> Mdlala. Yes. Mdlala. Mdlala. Welcome, Connie. Thank you for having me. And the second from Chemicals and Energy is? Tulim Terra. That's right. Yay. See? See? <laughs> you see how kind I am, Tuli. I let her do it because I know my, I'm aware, I'm, I'm aware of my limitations. You need to learn. I can say Mtecha. <laughs> yes. Yes. So ladies, welcome to, to both of you. Um, Thank you. it's, it's so encouraging to see other South Africans flourishing within their fields and their careers. And also, as I said in the beginning, really exciting to see that Standard Bank have made it one of their missions to recognize these kinds of things, you know, which is rare. Yeah. A lot of the corporates are putting their money in a lot of other CSI kind of initiatives yeah. where we love plants and we love trees and we love water and that's awesome. But sometimes it's also the people that matter. And so we're, we're so chuffed to be chatting to you. I know just, um, Tuli, you were able to kind of give me a little bit of insight as to what sparked your interest around it and, and why you chose, you know, I, I, we want to understand, did they choose you? Did you choose them? And then you said there's a lot of benefits around, Winning now, but even if you don't win, there's still that greater benefit for you. Just let's, let's chat about that. Yeah, sure. Um, so I was selected or nominated by one of my line managers at Shell. I work with Bodang, who you've just spoken oh. so much about. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, so basically, yeah, we were, I was nominated. I think we were all nominated and that's how we become part of this, um, competition. And, you know, you go through the three rounds and you finally get to become a finalist. And, and with the finalists, there's about 60 of us. Okay. So let's, let's pause. Yeah. Sure. So, so round one, what happens? You're right. Um, basically it's about leadership. So there's like five leadership, um, categories or leadership, 
um, parts or values uh, that they ask you about. And you just have to write about what you have done in the workplace or in your career um, and, you know, Shown those those leadership um, attributes. Okay. Um, so yeah, you write about your experiences, where you see your strengths are, and where your weaknesses are in those leadership attributes. What you intend to do about them. So basically, how are you growing as a leader with with within those five categories? Nice. So then that gets assessed, and then if you pass, you go through to round two. To round two, okay. where you write an even in more in depth essay about your um, these leadership attributes. Um, and also there that is where you highlight what exactly is it that you're probably doing to, um, you know, use your, your strengths, but also kind of bring up the, the, those weaknesses. What are you, what are you doing? Um, and that's the second round. And then you go on to the third round, okay. which is the panel interview. Ah, and that's mm-hmm. probably the most grueling. Yeah, yeah, the most nerve-wracking. Yeah, because I don't think, I mean, you can be an ama- you can be amazing within your field, but not everyone's cut out to sit there and have, like these hardcore judges, because essentially they are trying to find the best. That's why you guys have won. Within your category, you're the best, right? But they've got to find out if you really are the best. And you don't just get that soma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you like sweaty, palm sweaty, like, you know, not knowing whether these answers you're giving are like right. Yeah. But I guess mm-hmm. uh, authenticity. Nice. Authenticity. Nice. So what yeah. do you do as a chemical and energy uh, engineer. Did I say engineer? Chemical well, and uh, energy engineer. Ex- no. Executive. Executive. Oh, Thank geez. You. Wow. I'm an executive. <laughs> now, um, actually, I am an engineer, but uh-huh. I work in the supply chain in lubricants, uh, industrial lubricants um, for the South African market. So we service like um, industry, big industry, mining, you know, petrochem. Just industrial um, customers, and also your your cars, your engine oils, and trans, you know all your transmission oils. When you go for a service, I probably provided, we probably provided those that that oil nice. for your for your cars. Um, well, depending on the brand, but yeah. <laughs> and then, so you you did just to just to touch on it. Then you mentioned for you what is really nice is is the networking part of this initiative. How how do you find that benefits you in your career and as well as being able to kind of mingle and affiliate yourselves to people who are on the same mission even though in a different industry look the the competition is open for for people from the ages of 28 to 40 um so that's a wide variety of people who are on a broad spectrum of their careers you know uh, some people are far ahead um some people are ceos MDs already, I mean, at such young age. And, and then you find me being a supply planner, lead supply planner in South Africa, still very new in my career. So the fact that I am now able to sit in a room with people who own their own businesses, who are CEOs, who are MDs, and actually interact with them, for me, that's the greatest learning, you know, the people, um, what they have to offer, and also to see what I actually have to offer. I'm sitting amongst these people, therefore... I must, I must also have something to offer you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think and how, when, when, sorry, yeah, no when we, when we chat to Lee Nike later, he was saying that that's actually one of the crucial benefits for him that he sees is the mentoring and net, you know, the mentoring parts from these senior CEOs who are able just to guide you guys through that, which is so cool. So it, it sounds, it sounds like the initiative is not only about the trophy and the sash and the lights and the confetti, but it's actually truly it's going back to its true purpose of why it started, recognizing you and then helping you grow. Yeah. Connie, how, how is it? I mean, you, you are the winner of logistics and supply chain. Yes. 
logistics is a hectic. It is hectic. It's, it's a, it's a major, <laughs> I mean, I, I run an agency and our CEO and his production team manage the logistics of that field of logistics, which is totally separate to the larger scale stuff. So, I mean, how is this, how has this worked out for you? Are you glad that logistics is getting the recognition now? I'm very glad. And moreover, um, for women, I mean, um, we know logistics being a very male dominated industry, but, um, I'm glad that I, I bring in that spark. I'm, I'm, I'm the lady of the, of the moment and, and I'm very much happy that, you know, I'm helping the women of South Africa to break through the, 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 the ceiling, you know, and, 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 and access this field that it's known to be only male or, you know, um, so it's, it's very rewarding, mm. I would say. Um, and who you, nominated you? Mm. Uh, my staff, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you're the, are you their colleague? Or? I founded, uh, Cuz Logistics in 2008. So I'm the MD of the company. Oh, amazing. And, wow. um, I tell you what, it was so rewarding. Um, it's, it's, it's a feeling that I can't describe actually to, to have them, uh, you know, Nominate you, that means you're doing something great, that means you're treating people well, Respected. that means you're empowering people, you're developing the company very well. So it's, it's them, um, putting me out there and saying, we've got a, a star in our company Aww. and, and we, we, we like what she does. So for me, it, it was just a humbling experience and, and something that, you know, I, I, I'll so we'll give them a shout out. Connie Staff, we love that. you. Please Connie Staff, that. we love you back. Please do that. My, <laughs> my team at the office, they're amazing. They, they brought me here. I'm the, I'm here because of them. That's so awesome. And as, 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 as a business owner, as founder of the business, um, you have no one else to go to, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. Um, everything that you do, you always, um, second guess yourself. Is this the right decision? Is this the right move? You know, um, there's no one else to bounce things off. And, and, um, to be recognized like this, um, it, it helps you. It helps your confidence. It helps mm. you realize that, you know what? I'm actually doing something great. I am part of building this economy of South Africa. That's that's it's that's why I think it's so awesome what the bank's doing that it is recognizing this. Yes. Because as I said in the beginning these I mean when I look at these fields and these kind of sectors and industries we become a little bit overwhelmed because I realize how in depth they really do go and how yes. we on the probably on the consumer side have no idea what's going exactly. on in the trade. So true, true. it really is it really is good for them for them to be recognizing you guys. And in in closing from your side, what would you say if if there was anyone else who was ever to go through a process like this, how could anyone possibly prep themselves to to try and win? For for me, I, I would say be yourself because you you can never really be um Something that you're not and, 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 and try and, and be the best that you can be yourself. I mean, um, if you recognized, if someone, um, you know, nominate you, that means you're good at what you do. Absolutely. So bring that out. Bring the best you outside so that it, it, it shows the judges can pick it up. It's picked up on paper and that, that's the, what I can think of, you know, you, you just need to be yourself. Yeah, I think that's what Tuli was saying is the, yeah. authenticity. the authenticity. And I think yeah. the, the three rounds kind yes. of filter out anybody who's there to be something that they're not. Exactly. If but you're trying to be something else, then it will show at some point because the, the process itself is not a in and out kind of thing. No. Yeah. So, I mean, from, from our side, it's it's so... It's such a privilege for us to be subjected to winners within these sectors. So, mm-hmm. congratulations. Thank you very and much. And congratulate. What was the business you said you founded? 
cost logistics. Cost, lo- cost, cost. Oh, cost. Yes, cost logistics. Cost, cost logistics. I mean, well done on that. Um, you. Starting your own business as an entrepreneur in this not country easy. is not easy. It's, it's not a easy. challenge on its own. Sure. So we also, you know, recognize that from from a rookies and rockstars platform because we have had the most incredible entrepreneurs in here sure. from from the rookies right up to the rockstars who are dominating their fields. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had. Some incredible names come in here and still they say when we, when we close with them and when we chat around their little nuggets for other people, yes. they don't ever say go for entrepreneurship. It's the easy way out. You know, Never. they, it's Never. hard mm-hmm. and it it's tough. Hard. So congratulations on your award Thank you. and for being recognized for your excellence. And I think it is, I, I do believe and agree with you that it's true testament when your staff nominate you. Yes. That yes. is, that is a, a genuine sign of leadership. That is and, most rewarding. Oh, that's so awesome. Itself. <laughs> so that's, that's, so again, well done and thank, thank you, you for joining us. We, we, we're so glad we, we got to meet you and keep going. And I, I trust that the Rising Stars initiative and, and Standard Bank being behind you guys will only develop you further. Of course. And assist your business, help you as an MD grow. So thank you for joining us. Thanks once again. And Tuli, just back to you. Uh, we just want to, you know, obviously, I think the lubricants and that whole industry is also quite an intense one. So from your side, mm-hmm. beyond what the benefits are of Rising Stars once you've won, mm. what would you, same as I've asked Connie just before you, what would you say to anybody else who wants to pursue a career within this field? Within the fields of chemical and... and yes, and, uh. yes. <laughs> Because obviously everyone wants to win awards. I mean, that's that's the penultimate of a career. When, as we we spoke about earlier, when when we weren't in the studio, you know, that's it. It doesn't matter really the the major benefits afterwards. Obviously, those of mentoring and and that kind of stuff is really important. But it's more around the fact that you've been recognised, but you didn't get there straight away. So for anyone else who's entering your industry, so basically, we I don't think any of us. Do what we do to get awards. Um, you just do what you do to be the best of you. And, uh, so that's basically my, 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 my input to this to say, do what you do, be the best of you, work on you, right? Surround yourself with people who are going to grow you, you know, who are going to push you or push your limits. And sooner or later, if we, if it is known that you are actually doing you. You are doing you within whatever industry you're in, whether you're a business, MD, whether you're a person in supply chain, whatever you are, if you're doing you and you're doing it to the best of your ability, that gets recognized at and, the end of the day. And you know what is encouraging to, to listen to you is that you're not the owner of the business and yet the passion and, and the dedication and commitment for you still striving to perform in a way that is excellent. That's, that's awesome. Because I find as a business owner, that's really hard to try and get your staff Mm. to have the same mindset around excellence and living the brand and never letting the brand down and integrity and all those things. Mm. So it's so great to hear you speaking about your role within a business that's not even yours. And that, I think, is why you are one of the winners, because that DNA is authentic and that DNA cannot be made up unless you have it and unless your attitude is like that. I'm just going to quote one, remember something that Bonang once said. He said, work in, in your career, work for your brand. You are building who you are. It, it can be transferable wherever you go. I could go and work for Cast Logistics or, you know, wherever, but that brand, who is me? I have to work on that so that I can be transferable. So 
whatever I bring to the table, I have to be able to to bring it so that I can be seen and you can see that I'm transferable. I can do what I put my mind to. And, mm. you know, it doesn't matter whose business it is because I'm in my business and I am exactly. the business. Yeah. I was actually reading an article, Ms. Pru, about the millennials and what a challenge they are and why they're all being fired. And the problem with that generation and why they are being fired is because they come in entitled. They come, this generation are coming in thinking that you come straight out of your degree and you kind of get these senior positions and you get promoted and you don't have to be there beyond eight to five. And, and it's not true. And it's actually a very, actually, we must actually get somebody in, Miss Prue, mm-hmm. around this millennial story and, and this, because they are horrendous. And they are such a challenge to manage because they don't treat themselves like a brand. They almost feel like you should be grooming them and you should be giving them. So kudos to you for, for having that. And I think that you're, you said you are at Shell. So I think Shell is lucky to have you. I think that despite the fact that, you know, obviously that's what you, you get paid to do your job. I, mm-hmm. I still believe that corporate needs to treat you as a very very rare asset because not all employees go in with that attitude. So well done on your award. I hope they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we got podcasts, baby. You're going to send that link around like it's a wildfire. Yeah. We'll send it to Wanang straight. <laughs> straight. And then he can come and tell us. Exactly. But I mean, even yeah. the fact that you've remembered what he said, it's that's, you know, is testament to him. And that's what we were saying when we got back from last night. He is, he is an amazing man and a leader that is truly incredible. So congratulations to you. Tuli and thank you for joining us and all the best keep chemicals and energy going we have no idea what it actually means but we we were behind you all the way (laughs) thank you so we're going to be moving on to our our next two winners Um, the the names are I think a little bit more doable for me so so I'll I'll try these so we welcome Michelle Ramnath Welcome to you. It's, it's a uh, pleasure, pleasure to have you here. And also we, we welcome Lee Nike. I didn't do it. Very good. I left off the ER. Aren't you proud? Very proud. I actually. took a brief well, hey? <laughs> I see you better with the Indian names than with the black names. <laughs> yeah, I see it's the Durban in me. <laughs> okay. It's the Durban in me. So, um, I, 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 although isn't, I'm sure that Maklala is might be Zulu. No? Yes. yes, you see it's Zulu. So the Durban and me can cope with both. It's just I gotta get the tongue right and the palate and the anyway. And I don't like to offend. You know, names are a sensitive thing. So anyway guys, Michelle, you ha- you were awarded the w- the winning prize within ICT. That's right, yes. And Lee, you within professional services. Both again categories and industries that are I'm sure quite foreign to the average person on the street, is possibly also to myself and Miss Prue because these kinds of sectors are very, very intense and, you know, dealt with on levels that we're not quite used to. So, Michelle, from your side, how how has the process and the whole program of Rising Stars been for you and what has it done for you? I think what stood out for me is that, um, you know, it was – I actually enjoyed the process. We've spoken about, you know, going through the rounds of the assessments and all of that. And it felt like everyday work. You know, it wasn't part of submitting something for this competition award or something like that. It was actually what we do every day. And I think that's what made it easy. And, um, you know, as one of the other rising stars mentioned, it was just about being authentic. And um, I remember at the semifinal stage when I was talking to my um, digital, um, oh, sorry, divisional exec, Graham Parker. And I said to him, you know, Graham, it's actually I've had fun doing this. 
it wasn't just about the award and writing case studies and all of that. It it actually made me um, reflect and introspect and think about my business going forward and my business unit and the the vision that I had created through this process. So even if I hadn't reached the final stage or hadn't been the winner, for me, I had found value just by participating in it. Of course, winning it was immensely gratifying because you, you, you've heard of the... <laughs> The rigorous, rigorous process we had to follow and, uh. you know, go through 400 participants. So that was immensely gratifying and rewarding and, and knowing, you know, you obviously did something different and stood out. But really, I enjoyed the process. And I think I really want to emphasize that for anyone coming into this process, uh, being nominated, don't feel intimidated. It's actually just a natural part of who you are and what you do and just be authentic and, and, and participate in that way. And and for you, Lee, I know, what exactly does professional services cover before we understand how you're finding the process and how it's benefited you? What does professional services actually mean and what does the umbrella incorporate? I guess professional services covers quite a few industries, all the way from lawyers and accountants to to consultants, strategists, digital strategists and the like. So it's quite a wide variety of individuals. And I guess the key differentiator is it's, it's different to creating you know, assets and products. It's more about rendering services to organizations and governments in helping them solve their problems. Oh, right. Okay. So if I'm correct, one of, one of the brands who works within this field is LexisNexis. I think they create quite a bit of literature and case studies and, and material for these industries online and within libraries. That's the kind of fields. Yes, yes and no. Okay. So maybe I should describe the work I do. Okay. Right? So by way of example, I've been at Accenture for 17 years. I've had a chance to work with government in creating the first elections in the countries. Oh, so wow. there was no election. We were given the Electoral Act and say, go figure it out. So the strategy, the processes, the systems, the way you stand in line to vote, that's what the consultants did. The way you modernize the way taxes work in the country, I've had a chance to be part of that process. So I guess in many cases, organizations and governments struggle with the innate uh, capability and capacity within the organization, and they reach out to the professional services and say, uh -huh. guys, can you partner with me? All the way from telling me what the strategy is to fix my problem to taking accountability for executing it. Now, in many cases, we have a situation where the market's tough, the interest rates are high, and there's a huge pressure on getting the right things done the first time. And that's where you tap into this large professional services network and say, you know, my partners, come on board, help me fix these problems, get it right, and that links to their survival in the current marketplace. Oh, wow. Okay, so... It's pretty so cool. It is pretty cool. And I mean, I guess there's there's quite a large pool for them to be tapping into across the board. So whether you're a lawyer, an accountant, yeah. you know, a strategist, because essentially if I, if I were to look at what you're doing from an Accenture Digital point of view, that's one of your core focuses is the strategy behind how the implementation will work, what you'll do, all that kind of... Well, absolutely. You made the point, Ms. Pru, earlier about the millennials, right? And that's a huge concern. So if you're working for a large bank and the banks have 30,000, 40,000 people, half of them have been there for 30 years and half have been there for five years or less, uh. how do you drive your relevance as a bank in an age where youngsters, in fact, this group of six people, we want to use the internet to get our banking, do our transactions, yet we're geared up as large organizations to work in a very traditional way. So driving their relevance in a very digital world that's filled with the internet and other surrounding platforms 
is a key topic. Now, organizations have always done the same thing for 30 years, will struggle with that transition to the new world that we live in, the world of social media, the world of Elon Musk. And that's where these partnerships that span not just us as individuals coming together, but as industry, as companies, as governments, as the township economy, you know, melting with the established economy to create new value. That's that's your that's a task and a half on mm. its own, and just you in in closing you touched on um some on the benefits for you around in being included into this rising star network and what that does from a senior I mean right from entry level up to the CEO level it creates a coaching and mentorship environment and are you finding that quite beneficial in terms of who you're able to start affiliating yourself with? Well absolutely I think the key thing for me from a rising star network perspective is that in our individual organizations there's actually a limit to how much we can achieve as individuals in fact as organizations as well the sooner we start to realize that we cannot be successful by ourselves, the sooner we start to realize that by collaborating as individuals and organizations, there's more to be had. So by talking to my colleagues around the table and working with other organizations and starting to listen as to what works, what doesn't work, we don't make the same mistakes. We start to drive relevance and drive ideas that actually make sense and have been proven. And I guess the key thing for South Africa is that we don't need to start green fields every single time. Yeah. Let's learn from the lessons of, you know, Connie, Michelle, Tuli. What have they learned? What has worked there? What has Sheldon? How do I bring that to Accenture, to the clients I serve? And I think that by collaborating, the Rising Stars platform makes it a possibility. Absolutely. I think collaboration is I hate the word buzzword, but it is a buzzword because it truly is changing. It's shifting in almost every industry, in our creative industry. So for our below-the-line agency where we're creating engaging campaigns for the brands, we're seeing it. Like you'll see Puma and Boss Ice Tea or whoever the brands are. You know, you'll see Standard Bank and Energade. You'll, you'll see people starting to understand the force of us versus I which is if we could get there as individuals and start to adopt the we, not me, yeah. I think transformation, because we need healing here. I mean, sure. that's all the country needs is just healing, but healing takes time. Sure. But if everyone individually could start to just embrace the we and not the mm. me all the time, I mean, there's a certain amount of me that you need to, to be winners. You're all individual winners because your me is mm. excellent. But imagine what the four of you could create when you create your we. Absolutely. And you know? I think it's actually probably a, a segment for another time. But the, the big theme in 2015 is something we call the sharing of the we economy. And it pretty tell, tells us pretty much that if we aren't collaborating as individuals, we become irrelevant in our organization. And if we aren't collaborating as organizations across industries, we'll also lo lose our relevance. If you think of the big banks, are the banks really banks? Because they start, they're starting to sell telco products. We have the, the pick and pays in engine garages, in BP garages. So what is a garage? What is a bank? You know, it changes completely. Mm -hmm. And if you aren't thinking to the future, your relevance is gone already. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, what incredible insight. And we will definitely, definitely have you back. I mean, I think there's a whole lot to unpack there, which is so – I love unpacking it because it just – I think the challenge is in this country is that there's shutters on the eyes and little earmuffs on the ears. And if we can just be a, a show that just starts to expose those things. I mean, we do it with – it was crazy. Last week we had human trafficking because there's now – it's now – there's now a legislation in our country that got released last week so people can 
start to be penalized and taken to the law for what they're doing. Mm. And uh, we had no idea. And, you know, and this is all part of what we need to be doing together is just subjecting people to what's going on in our economy, what can be done, how can you get involved. It doesn't always have to be hectic and intense as human trafficking. I mean, that's extreme. Mm. But I'm just saying you're, you're so right around just opening the blinkers to we, not me. You Absolutely. Know? So thank you for joining us, Lee. It's it's such a, as I said, a privilege for Ms. Pru and I to be subjected to people who are such industry game changers. So congratulations. And um, I'm sure we'll see you back here soon. Yep. I must say I'm proud to be part of a group of, you know, five powerful women, all leaders in your industries. I'm the only guy here. <laughs> so I'm representing my people as well. Yes. Awesome. So it is Women's Month. So we thought we'd just dominate. Absolutely. <laughs> And then also to you, Michelle, congratulations. It's it's not easy. I know the ICT f- industry is fiercely competitive. So if to come out after three rounds of grueling, you know, a grueling process and to still have come out as a winner, it is excellent. Thank you and, very much. And we just want to, in closing, like, like I asked Connie and Tuli as well, if anyone is within this industry and wanting to enter it or if they're already quite established within it, what are the things that have got you to where you are at this point of being a winner and being excellent in your field? I think firstly, you've got to be passionate. If the passion is not there, you know, that fire is not burning inside you and you're never really going to give it all you have. So have the passion and most importantly, enjoy what you're doing. And I think, you know, I come from a company culture that promotes that, you know, just have fun doing what you do and be innovative. Um, and especially in an industry that's so fast-paced, so dynamic, and so innovative, you know, just enjoying that and and being part of that, um, I guess, is 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 the biggest part of what will make you a winner in this in this incredible industry. Awesome, I, and I, we will definitely be able to share the podcast with people who are within any four of these categories, as well as the other eight that were chosen. I think we we need to get the rest of them in here. I know that they spread across the country, so we are we look forward to meeting the rest of the rising stars winners, the other people who are creating excellence. So let's just close, and I think Miss Prue. Isn't this awesome to know that this is what's going on in our country? No, it is. Like I said, it's it, it's it's quite good to find that people are finally recognizing the other jobs that people do, and which is quite amazing. And the other thing is, I'm sure probably when you're nominated, you're nominated with people that are in different fields. And for you to be cho- chosen in the field that you're doing, it's quite an achievement. It is. It is indeed. So thank you to the four winners from the rising, the Standard Bank Rising Stars Initiative and competition. And we, we hope that it will grow as an initiative because it really is something truly special. And so, yeah, I mean, we, we will definitely keep a close eye on, on how it progresses. And mm. I think it's awesome for me to be subjected to these industries and to know what's actually turning the cogs of our of our economy and for other people. So if you have listened to Connie Michelle, Tuli or Lee, and you're inspired by by the Rising Star initiative, you can go onto the Rising Star website and, and find out more. We will also gladly help you. So if you get a hold of anyone at cliffcentral.com, we will gladly put you in touch with anybody. If you wish to find out more, perhaps like Connie's staff, you want to nominate her, or if you're a line manager and you want to nominate your staff, Please get in touch with us at Rookies Rockstars on Twitter. And also you will be able to download today's podcast at cliffcentral.com. 
around these winners but you can definitely we will help you get in touch with somebody from the rising star team and we definitely encourage you to to try and get involved with a nominating or trying to chat to someone in your organization about getting involved because to see this kind of thing happening in our country is truly inspiring and we thank the brands like Standard Bank who are doing it because seeing these four faces in studio and and knowing that they've been awarded for excellence and, and you know their dedication and hard work is awesome. So we will be back after a jingle and we will be chatting around birth. I thought it's very, very, very relevant. So we'll be chatting. Hopefully, you know, it's always tried a, quite a challenge getting hold of the doulas because they might just be giving, helping the mommy give birth to babies. But we're going to try and track down some doulas. What is a doula? You might be asking. That's exactly what we want to tell you and why moms are starting to use them more and more in the natural process of giving birth. So we will be back in a short while. Unreal. Uncensored. Hitcentral.com To the people of South Africa and the world who are watching this is indeed a joyous night for the human spirit this is your victory tool your help and apathy. You stood with us through the transition. I watched along with you all as the tens of thousands of our people stood patiently in long queues for many hours. Some sleeping on the open ground overnight, waiting to cast this momentous vote. South Africa's heroes are legend across the generation. But it is you, the people, who are our true heroes. This is one of the most important moments in the life of our country. I stand before you filled with deep pride and joy. Pride in the ordinary, humble people of this country. You have shown such a calm, patient determination to reclaim this country as your own. You can loudly proclaim from the rooftops free at last. Welcome back to Rookies and Rockstars. Just before we went off and had a little jingle to listen to, I said we'd be chatting around a, a word that seems to be floating around pregnant mommies, which is doula. So we just want to chat to a doula. Oh, I'm not sure. We're going to find out exactly what Laura does. I think there's a wide variety of things that she covers for moms who are giving birth or, or pregnant. Laura, are you there? Laura? Laura, are you there? Okay, we'll, we'll try and get Laura back in two sex. It's, it's quite an interesting concept and obviously for, for me right now, probably a little bit of a bias subject because I'm about to enter that place. Motherhood. Of, yeah, yeah. Mm. But the birth, the birth is what's really, really interesting and, and all the decisions that we have to make. Exactly. And I, and, and I noticed that a lot of women are going through water births. They're going through, um, different types of births. 
Yeah, and I, and I think you know, Miss Prue, it's it's actually very very scary being being a pregnant person for the first time. Mm-hmm. I think your second and third child, it's so easy because you're just like, okay, been there, done that, I know what to do. But we're faced with so many options and choices now, online, blogs, etc. So it really is, it will be interesting to hear what Laura has to say because she obviously works with the moms and helps them to make decisions. And, mm. you know, Laura, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, how Hi. are you? All right, and you? Fine, thanks. Sorry, it's, you know, we've got to just embrace technology. <laughs> <laughs> but but you are there and and obviously I'm I'm a little bit biased to this to the subject of doula because yes. um I I'm actually I'm going to be Clorette is my doula at Genesis and okay. uh, my my sister-in-law was the person who encouraged me to do it she said it was the best best money she'd spent in that entire process besides you know being in the hospital and all those things so from your side Laura I know that you you're a breastfeeding consultant but also do you also kind of play within the doula realm I do yes I'm also an active um, doula in private practice okay so so for anybody who's who's listening to Laura and wants to find out what it is Laura what is a doula a doula is a birth support partner so we play a very different role to the gynae and the midwife is in we're not medically trained. We are there to help mum with breathing technique, with massage, with distraction, with positions she can use during labour to make her more comfortable during labour. We're there to hold her hand, to tell her what amazing job she's doing, all those little things. Is it part of, okay, I've watched, I watch TV a lot. So yes. they always have those classes where they, um, they, they, teach women how to sit, they teach women how to breathe and stuff. Is that part of what you do? Yes, it is part of what we do. Mm. So so Miss so this is so Miss Prue and I are are we I've been they've all they've all watched me grow to the point and now I'm at thirty six and a half weeks. So they're well, all congratulations. <laughs> thanks. So they're all desperately waiting for this child to pop out. But what yes. I was just what I was just saying to to Prudence is that it's how you know, what I've battled with the most, and I don't know if you can just kind of give some insight and, and encourage any of the other moms who are out there, but how how do you kind of create a list of going through the doulas, the midwives, where should I give birth, where shouldn't I give birth? What would what advice would you give to a mom who's actually because I was freaking out. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a freak yes. out person. I do like, but it's a daunting process. Yeah, because we're so. I was saying now we're so overwhelmed by websites, blogs, Twitter, Facebook, all the books, all this information, you know, going on. Mm-hmm. So, what advice would you give to anybody who is, even in the, if they're only eight weeks pregnant, and whether they are still kind of twenty-five to thirty, deciding on exactly where they want to have their baby? Yeah, my first thing would be to try and find out where you're going to give birth, and explore all your options there. Look at the different hospitals in your area. Look at natural birthing centers like Genesis Clinic in Johannesburg and um, I think there's Origin Clinic in Cape Town. Look at midwife home births as an option. You know, explore every avenue to find out where you're wanting to give birth. And then with regards to choosing your care provider and your doula, do interviews. Set up interviews with more than just one person Get to meet a few of the midwives, a few gynees, a few doulas until you find that person that you have a perfect match with. Yeah, and I think that's where I've been so lucky. I've um, I do you, so. Do you work from Genesis, Laura? 
I work from Genesis, but I also work at a lot of the hospitals. Okay. And how, how, I mean, from your, I know you've got to be fairly cautious in what, in your answer here, but the reason why I moved, I moved from a hospital to Genesis was because I found, and just a suggestion from my side, I thought what could happen is once you enroll with your gynae, someone from the hospital could be made aware that there's a new mom on board and just say, hi, well, you know, Jade, we've heard you having your baby. This is the process to follow here. If you phone this number, someone in the hospital will guide you around, but it doesn't happen. There's there's absolutely no sensitivity to it. So do you find, how do you find the difference in... uh, not the warmth, but mm. the comfort and, and the service of a hospital versus a private clinic? I find that the private clinics are a bit more personal in their service because they're smaller Yeah, and they're seeing fewer moms. So they can give that little extra care. Yeah, but, but also having a doula present at your birth makes sure that you get that extra care as well. Because your doula you... looks after your emotional side. Exactly. And how are you finding, I mean, I'm lucky that, as I said, it was my sister-in-law who said to me, Jade, it's really not an option. Like you truly, if there's one thing you spend on, spend it on her because, you know, it's, I I do need a cheerleader. So I'm the kind of human being, I always use this example and it kills my husband, but I'm going to say it anyway. But if he were to run the comrades, all he wants is a high five over the finish line. Whereas for me, I need a cheerleader every 10 seconds, every 10 kilometers of the way. So I love the concept of a doula, but you know, it's, and, and one thing that Clorette said to me that was so interesting, she said, lions in the wild, they don't go out. The the mum doesn't go on her own and just have the baby and cruise back. She actually takes a few lioness with her. Do you know that? Yeah, she does. Yeah. It's, and it's such a cool way to look at a doula. And that's what I wish people would start to see. It's not because we're trying to be needy or have extra or anything. It's just in order to try and do it as naturally as possible, why would you not want to have the support if you can? Yes. The other thing about a doula is the doula is there to remind you why you're doing this, why you're going through the natural birth. And she's also there to tell you what an amazing job you're doing. And in doing that, when you're having a contraction and you feel like you're not doing so great and somebody stands there and says, wow, you're doing such an amazing job, you feel, you know, I actually can do this. I can do another contraction. I can continue with my birth. As a doula... It's that little extra reassurance. As a doula, do you also train the men as well to, to assist the the wives or the, yes. the women that are giving birth? Yes. Because I think that's where most of the support should come from, actually, from the actual guy. <laughs> so so I think uh, in in my understanding Lauren I don't know you can just feed this back to Miss Prue for me also why I've got Clorette is is because she actually or you guys are actually also trained to kind of work with the husband so yes and and one of the reasons I moved from my gynae is when I asked for a doula he said why would you want a doula if you have a husband mm. and that's yeah. and that's when I realized he's not pro natural because why would you care what the what the woman wants to get as long as she's you know doing whatever she wants to to promote the natural birth so for me one of the big things is that you guys are also there to be there for the dad we are yes we're professionally trained to do this we know the natural process of labor and for a lot of dads it's the first or second time he's going through birth and he doesn't really know what to expect or how to support the mom so our job as doulas to stand there and say 
massage mum's back here. Here's a face cloth. Wipe mum's face. It's to get him involved in a proactive way where he actually feels like he's doing something helpful and mum feels the benefit of him being there. Oh, I'm so excited just hearing your voice. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got, it's, 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 uh, for me to have made the transition from the hospital to Genesis was quite a big thing. Although I yeah. always wanted to push for natural. And also I find, I do find society's natural response quite negative and, and they're almost, yeah. they, they promote Caesar, which is very annoying. But I must be yeah. honest, when you, any of you doulas, whenever I've spoken to any of you, it's just also I think you've all been given gifts and it, and I, I wish people would really listen to what you've said now because if you are a mom to be, having somebody there to to what you said earlier, Laura, to cover the emotional side of what's going on is really mm. so special because if that's what's going to help me just to calm down and process what's going on, you know, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Yes, exactly. And, you know, statistics have shown the benefits of having a doula at your birth. It reduces the risk of um, needing augmentation, needing an instrument birth. It actually reduces cesarean rates by 25%. So there's proven benefits to having a doula present. Yes, that's cool. So, sorry, we, we're out of time, but I'm so grateful that you, you, you were able to take our call and... Keep doing what you're doing. So many mommies to be need you guys because you you really do serve such a special role in that process. And I, I'm I'm looking forward to a shame poor Claudette. She's probably I'm gonna probably be a nightmare. <laughs> but um, luckily she's got my husband who will be the grounded kind of human, just you know listening to what she's saying, coaching us through it. Yeah. So thank you for your time. And and as I say, keep pleasure. keep doing what you're doing. And I really really want to encourage any of you who've listened to Laura or who are pregnant, get a doula and do whatever you can to be emotionally supported through your process. So thanks, Laura. We will we will. Definitely be in touch. I'll, I'll, we'll have to do a little post report once the baby's born on how the doula went. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Okay. Thanks so much. Hey, eh? cheers. It's a pleasure. Bye. Awesome guys, that's rookies and rock stars talking Standard Bank rising stars and doulas. Quite a contrast. Very. It's, it's like, it's like <laughs> standing with your feet looking, looking at the opposite directions. Uh-huh. But it's necessary. We do no, love it. Is. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So thank you for joining Miss Prue and I. It is Animal Central up next. We never know what to expect. Snakes, owls, dogs, whatever. But If it's dogs, I'm always out of here before <laughs> everybody comes in. I'm usually out if it's snakes, but I don't see any anywhere. So enjoy Animal Central up next. We will be, our podcast will be up on cliffcentral.com and you can also find our link on at Rookies Rockstars via our Twitter handle. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. Bye. Rookies and Rockstars. This is cliffcentral.com.